The podcast is brought to you today by Michael Bowen and the Bowen team of Waterstone Mortgage. If you are even remotely thinking about buying a house or refining a house, I've got to tell you, now is the absolute right time. The Fed cut the interest rates by half a percent, and I don't think we've seen rates this low in a long time. I digress. The reason why I bring that up is because Michael Bowen is my Yoda when it comes to mortgages, all right? This guy knows everything that there possibly is to know about mortgages. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, whether you're moving up, whether you're downsizing, whether you're buying a luxury property, it doesn't matter. You gotta call Michael Bowen. This guy is super legit, and he's he's my go-to guy. You can reach Michael at 505-259-8326, 505-259-8326. Call Michael Bowen today at Waterstone Mortgage. 505-259-8326, NMLS number 214602. The podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Pure Life. Pure Life is a medical cannabis company. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I said it, medical cannabis. These guys have everything you could possibly think of. They have flour, they have pre-rolls, they have vaporizers, concentrates, edible tinctures. They even have swag. If you wanted to get like a Pure Life ball cap or hoodie or sweatshirt or something, you could totally do it there. But here's the deal. Pure Life is the largest producing cannabis company in the state of New Mexico. These guys carry more strains than any other cannabis company in the state. I mean, just to name a few, they've got a Cluster Funk Indica, they've got Cotton Candy, Healing Haze, they've got the Platinum Kush. These guys have everything under the sun that you can probably think of. Best thing that I saw about Pure Life while we were there recording a podcast was the way that they interact with their patients. The bud tenders took time to get to know the patients. They talked to them. They figured out what they need and they helped them. And that's what you need when you go to a medical cannabis store. You need somebody who's going to actually give a shit about you and just not try to rush you out the door. Check these guys out online, purelifenm.com. Make sure to tell them Buck and Dex sent you in for the Buck and Dex podcast deal. And finally, the podcast is brought to you by Unleashed Sports Nutrition. Corey and Jen from Unleashed Sports Nutrition over on the corner of Southern Unser and Rio Rancho. Man, these guys have helped me out so much. Not only are they helping me, but they're helping Dex. Dex is going into the Fire Academy. He's going to be a firefighter. I've been on this health kick since last July, losing weight, building muscle. Corey and Jen got me set up. They hooked us up with some BCAAs, which are some kind of amino acids. They gave us pre-workout stuff, post-workout stuff. And I think the linchpin for me working with these guys is the protein powder that they carry. It's the Intec Evolution Powder. It doesn't make you feel gassy. It doesn't make you feel bloated. Every morning for breakfast, what I've had for breakfast for the past eight, nine months, I have 16 ounces of almond milk. I have a cup of blueberries, a banana, and I have two scoops of the Intec Protein Powder. It's like over 60 grams of protein that I get just starting off the day. And I gotta tell you, I feel fantastic. I don't get hungry until like one, two o'clock in the afternoon. I feel amazing. I've lost weight. I've gained muscle. If you go over and spend 20 or 30 minutes with Corey, he will get you dialed into the program that you need. So go over, check them out. Unleash Sports Nutrition. It's the corner of Southern and Unser and Rio Rancho with a new store coming to the Windrock Town Center this spring. Make sure to tell them Buck and Dex sent you for the podcast deal. Now, let's hop into the podcast. And now, now, without further ado, it's the Buck and Dex Show. This is a stupid show. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Buck and Dex here. How are you? What's up everybody? 
this is Dex. I'm uh, under quarantine right now. Don't level say, three. Don't say that. It's not true. I'm at a level three quarantine zone. I told him I didn't want him at the house anymore. <laughs> so we've got we've got Dex on FaceTime audio, and uh, you know he's a very dirty man, and I don't want him I'm infecting. A dirty man. I, really? Well, well, I mean, no, you're not really dirty. I'm just you know. I'm just trying to build a little drama here, dude. I literally just got out of the shower. I don't care. I don't want to hear that. I don't care. And I don't think <laughs> anybody else wants to hear that either. Well, when you call me dirty, you know, I have to defend myself. All right. All right. What are you doing besides getting out of the shower? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to uh, just, you know, keep low, man. You know, just stay stay away from... Uh, uh, the people, basically, you know, that's what everybody should be doing is staying away from highly populated areas. How about you? Uh, well, I'm in my basement right now, so it doesn't get more more isolated than this. More social, It doesn't get more social distancing than me being in a bomb shelter right now. No, that's good, man. Yeah. So that's a good thing. That's it, not a bad It's like 67 degrees down. I don't know why. I should just live down here. It's nice. <laughs> It's a beautiful place. It's a great basement. You can hang some art up on the wall, you know, just kind of make it my own. Yeah, you know, make it our podcast room, you know? Well, it already is our podcast room. Yeah, but I'm not invited anymore. Well, just not for now. Listen, I get it. I don't want your kids getting me sick. Yeah, you know, it's funny. My uh, my father-in-law came today and he picked cash up at like seven o'clock in the morning and he took it with him to work, like, Cash wanted to go and see where where Popo works and and uh, and uh, you know my father in law works in construction. He's like a site supervisor and he took Cash down to Las Lunas and saw some houses being built and and uh, we have made the decision that that is the last time the kids get to see the grandparents for now un- <laughs> until after all this stuff blows over because yeah. we don't want our kids possibly getting them sick you know and that's that's the biggest thing right there that i think uh hopefully hopefully the majority of the population out there are you vaping right now no why okay um i totally (laughs) was i totally was (laughs) could you hear it (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was loud (laughs) really darth vader yeah i wasn't even like i went away from the microphone There you go. Sounds like you like your you have your scuba diver gear on and you're underwater. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I was going to say is that I'm hoping that the majority of the population is starting to understand that to contain this virus and to make sure that this is over as quick as possible, we need to stay away from each other. You know, like this whole gathering at the sawmill. Have you seen? No, what's, mean, what's going on down there? I'm excited. Like, luckily, I I think I'm pretty sure they've closed the sawmill, but the sawmill is like this new place down by Hotel Chaco that just uh, um, opened up, which is a great place. I'm excited to go, but it's like packed full of people, and you're and that's ex- that's not what we need to be doing. That's how this thing's going to get worse. People are very. They're not taking it serious, you know? Yeah. You know, when we had Gary on uh, on the previous episode, when he was kind of, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to have him on because he's a history buff 
and he could talk about the history of kind of epidemics and pandemics and whatnot. And I think he brought up a really good, valid point about the Spanish flu of 1918. That killed 50 million people, right? And, you know, when you look at those two cities, like they always contrast those two cities. Like I started reading up on on it after, uh, after we had him on. But you look at the city of Philadelphia and the city, I think it was St. Louis. And St. Louis just went on like total lockdown. You know, they came out and said, listen, everything is closed. Go in your house, stay in your house. And Philadelphia kind of gave everybody the middle finger and said, F you guys, we're going to do whatever we want. We've never canceled our parade, blah, blah, blah. And the death tolls in both of those cities were drastically different. Yeah. You know, Philadelphia had like a huge number of people die from the from the Spanish flu versus the people that went into lockdown. So so I'm okay with it, man. You know what? I went to Big Lots uh, yesterday and I bought a bunch of stuff for the kids, you know, bunch of discount toys for the kids just to try to keep them busy and help keep them kind of entertained while we're going through this stuff. And, you know, just kind of planning for it. You know, I'm, I'm fully expecting at some point, probably within the next two to three days for somebody in Albuquerque just to lock the city of Albuquerque down. I think it's probably coming. Uh, if, yeah. you know, I, I, I think it's coming. Yeah. And I guess my biggest thing is I'm okay. I know people have to go to the store. I know they have to get groceries. I know some people have, you know, four, five, six kids. Some have more. So I'm, I get and understand that you got to spend, you know, three, four, five hundred dollars on groceries when you go out. So that way you can stay at home because that's what we want. So I understand that. But it's these assholes out there that are going to the store and buying up all the toilet paper, all the hand sanitizer, you know, all all the stuff that everybody needs. That's that's what I'm sick of seeing, man. And, and luckily, stores are starting to crack down and they're saying, Hey, two, two, two limit, you know, like two per person, you know, and they're, they're really cracking down on people. So that's good. But I'm worried if these stores end up closing, I don't know, man, I'm, that's the biggest thing I'm scared of is how people are going to react if they really shut down everything. Because, uh, I mean, look at what's happened already. Well, what a lot of cities are doing, just so you know, I don't, I don't know like how closely you're following this, but like if you look in other cities, San Francisco basically just went on, on lockdown and they said the only time you can leave your house is if you're going to the grocery store, you're going to the doctor, you're going to the pharmacy, or that's it. You know, basically they said unless you're seeking medical attention or you're going to get medicine or you're going to the grocery store, you don't leave your house. Right. And that's and that's 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 the wise way to do it, I think. So no, no, it is. And then <clears throat> then you have all these other assholes that are are sitting in line uh, trying to get tested that don't have any symptoms. You know, how many of those people are 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 wasting time? You know, did you see the line of cars? Yeah. That yeah yeah. How many of those assholes are sitting in there just you know wanting to get tested to make sure they don't have it when they have no symptoms whatsoever? You know, that's what I'm wondering. You know, it just just shows you like humanity right now and, and where we're at as a society when <laughs> when you see that, you know, we, we're running out of food and running out of just the basic essentials, you know, it's it just 
It's crazy, man. Yeah, I don't think we're really running out of food at this point. I mean, I know it's kind of still slim pickings out there, but these people are getting, you know, the stores are getting restocked and and yeah. and, and it's it's it, it's kind of working out, you know, but uh we typically shop 2 weeks at a time. So that's usually the way we shop. We'll buy groceries for a couple of weeks and then we'll go out 2 weeks later and we'll buy another, you know, round of groceries. And we just ended up buying like enough groceries for the month just in case they're going to lock us down for the month, which I don't think is hoarding. You no, know, it's not. it's it's not like we're I mean, we have one pack of toilet paper that we bought on Amazon, you know, with 32 rolls and that's what we've got to get us through this. So so we're not out hoarding, but I mean, you guys just if everybody just stays calm, and takes a deep breath, we're going to get through this. And and I think the most important thing to remember for people is, is we're all just people, you know, yeah. we're all exactly the same. Nobody is, nobody can buy their way out of getting this virus. You know, you can't run anywhere. You can't do anything. You can't hide, you know, I mean, just, just be kind to each other, stay put and we'll, we'll, we'll probably get through this hopefully fairly quickly. I'm guessing, yeah. I'm guessing six to eight weeks, things will probably start to normalize. That's, that's my guess. Yeah. You know, and every day since, you know, I mean, I, I run pretty much every day anyways, but you know, I'm not on just, you know, stuck in my house, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going for runs every day, you know, I'm going and working out, you know, and it's, I love seeing people out riding their bikes, jogging, walking their dogs, you know, just, you know, try to just stay away from people. But Go out in the foothills if you can. Just just, just get out and exercise, you know? You don't have to be locked down in your house, you know? Just go out and get some air and stuff, but just stay away from large gatherings, you know? And, um, you know, you, may, you might have to cancel your wedding, you know? You might have to cancel that, that party that, you know, you've been looking forward to. But, you know what? Everything's shut down. The NBA shut down. March Madness is shut down. God, if they shut down the NFL, I don't know how America's <laughs> going to take that, but... <laughs> did you see you know? did you see Tom Brady announced on his Instagram that he's leaving the Patriots? No. Yeah, he announced that today that he's leaving the Patriots. No more uh no more Brady in 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 uh New England. Wow. Yeah. It's they, they had that that was ranked up there on CNN as high as, you know, the coronavirus. Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, but you know, it's just, you know, everything's getting canceled, you know. And it, like I talked to my brother the other day and um, you know, where I grew up, where, where I grew up and where my parents and brother live is a small town and they, the high school basketball team made it to state and basketball and they had to cancel the state tournament. You know, oh. and they basically told the kids, all, all, all of the people that all the, uh, the teams that made it to the state tournament, they get to share the, the trophy. And they're just like, what? <laughs> they're like, F that man. We don't want to share the trophy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what else can you do? You know, I mean, it's, it's over. It's done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is just, if everybody just realizes that this is the new normal for now, we're going to be just fine. Yeah. This is just the yeah. new normal for now. It's okay. It's just yeah. a little bit different, you know? You know, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, I went to therapy yesterday and my therapist, you know, she, uh, um, she, she taught me something really cool and I, and I just started it yesterday, but it's called a, it's a worry journal. And so every time you, I thought you were going to say worry. Kegels. Sorry, <laughs> my my Kegel journal. <laughs> Your Kegel journal. <laughs> Today but, uh, I did sixty six Kegels <laughs> <laughs> while binge watching Breaking Bad on Netflix. 
Um, but no, this worry journal, you know, cause some of my worries right now is, you know, I'm trying to become a firefighter, you know? And so, um, a big part of, you know, me training is this Vulcan fitness that I've been doing and that's done. They canceled it. We don't know if we're going to be going back to the fire Academy to do it anytime soon. You know, I was talking to some friends that are going through the EMT course at CNM. And they just completely canceled all the classes, the EMT courses. And they're just sitting there going, what, do, how are we supposed to finish and get our EMT license, you know? And, and they can't. So it's, you know, I've been writing down, you know, those, those worries, but then, okay, how, what's the solution? You know, the next step when you write down your worry is like, what's the solution to, to overcome that worry, you know? So my solution is, all right, well, I can still train. I can still go out and run. I can still find a place in my room and do push-ups and sit-ups and burpees. So there's that, you know, and then I can still study for, you know, the test, all the testing that I have to do. So it's, it's not like I'm, you know, I'm out completely. There's just other things. I've got to figure out a way to adapt to the situation, you know? So, yeah, well, that's the whole idea of the new norm. You know, this is just the way it is for now. And if everybody just realizes this and accepts it, the the faster we'll get through this thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is something that uh, is true or not. Somebody was saying that it that they're talking about early summer is. I mean, how do they even know? Or I guess can predict how long this is going to take? Maybe because of the other countries that have been going through this and have kind of been at the worst, and now they're coming out of it. So, well, think about it this way: if you look at early summer then that would put us into May. You know, that's eight weeks from now would be the middle of May. And that's probably, like I said, you know, I believe this is going to be six to eight weeks before things start to normalize. And if that's the case, that is going to put us in early summer. Right. Yeah. And, you know, all the local businesses out there too, you know, that's one thing that's been, you know, I've I've been worried about is, you know, all these these small businesses out there that have worked so hard to stay open. And now nobody's going out, you know, nobody's, nobody's going to go into, you know, get a, get a yogurt or get a Kiva juice, you know, or it's, it's well, crazy. Would you like, would you like to know what we rang at founders last night at founders speakeasy? $4. Oh, yes. Ooh, nice. Well, I mean, at least you made something. We rang $4. <laughs> no, we lost money because the bartender's $10 an hour. So we actually lost oh. money. <laughs> We probably we probably lost like a hundred bucks last night. So are you just are you closing down completely or? Yeah, it's closed. We're uh, we're closing it down. Uh, last night was the last night that we're going to be open until until this thing normalizes. We're going to try to keep the liquor store open for now <clears throat> because we have a liquor store down there in the corner of Seventh and Central. It's called El Rey Liquors, and we're going to try to keep that open. And what we're going to do is kind of run it like, uh, you know, the little, like the Circle Ks, the convenience stores where they say one student in at a time. That's kind of, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have our general manager down there and we'll have another person down there to just be with him. And uh, and yeah, we're just going to try to keep that open and, and hopefully we can keep that open. But I who knows what's going to happen, man? I mean, I'm even seeing like liquor stores shutting down like uh, uh, cities saying, yeah, you guys need to close. So, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. Yeah. The city yeah. came out and just said, you know, you guys have to shut down. So there's a total possibility it could happen. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I'm just hoping that everybody just kind of 
chills out and you know just stays stays away from anywhere where there's a lot of people you know the airports you know i mean somebody uh, one of our friends uh took a facebook uh live video of the airport and it was just dead it was such a weird spooky thing to see you know because that's that's something you never see empty is an airport you know yeah if you guys need to travel anywhere too um you know like if you have a trip coming up say like you know after the summertime uh, a lot of the airlines are totally slashing their prices right now. I, I read yeah. yesterday that American Airlines, I think it's, I think it took effect today, but uh, American Airlines are cutting all of their fares by 75%. Jeez. Yeah. 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 You so, know what? Maybe I'll get to go to New York City this winter. You know, maybe it's time to yeah, man. trip to New York, you know? Yeah. You could probably fly out there round trip for like a hundred bucks or something if you buy your I ticket know. now. Seriously. So so today is uh is St. Patrick's Day and usually on St. Patrick's Day you and I would have like some corned beef and cabbage. Somebody would bring some stuff into us and we would talk to our friend Olive who's over in Denor, Ireland, and we met her probably fifteen years ago. I think we've figured it out. We met her fifteen years ago and uh you know, we would always call her on Saint Patrick's Day. Yeah, and it was kind of a it was kind of a weird thing, you know. We were calling a bunch of pubs um, on St. Patty's Day, and nobody would give us the time of day because everybody was busy, and they just kind of hang up on us because they didn't have time. And then here's sweet old Olive answers the uh, at uh, answers the phone at what was it, Daly's Pub, Daly's of Denor, Daly's of Denor. She definitely, you know, loves to talk, and she she was busy. I remember she would always. She would always be like, hold on a second. I, I got to go and t- take care of a couple of tables, you know? And so we'd wait on the phone for a couple of minutes while she was taking care of some people and she'd come back and talk to us. So, you know, she never, uh, she never hung up on us. Yeah. So we wanted to give you guys uh, a taste of Olive. We actually recorded her last week. So the, the phone call is, the, you know, the timing of everything is going to sound a little bit wonky because of everything that's happening right now. But... We didn't want to let the coronavirus beat us and not have Olive on on St. Patrick's Day. Here's some Olive for you guys. Uh, Enjoy it. Hello. Hello. Hello, Olive. Hi. How are you? Uh, (laughs) I saw New Mexico coming up on my phone this time. I wasn't prepared the last time. How are you all? Good. We're good. How are you? Good, great, yeah, very good. Man, it's been a long time since the three of us have been together on the it's phone, right? Absolutely, it's a while. <laughs> so, when did, do you remember? I thought, I thought I was ditched. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember the first year we called you? Do you remember what year that was? Oh, I was trying to think of that last night. Actually, the new owner, which is Tony Ward, has the place now about twelve years. And the other guy, Pat Daly, he had it when you rang me first. So I'm thinking it's about, hmm, let me see, about 16 years ago. Oh, my God. Maybe. Wow. 16 years. Yeah, 15 anyway. Yeah, wow. 15 anyway. That's crazy. Yeah. Almost two yeah. decades we've been friends. Know. You know, <laughs> I, almost, I almost had a trip out to Dublin, and I screwed it up because my wife came to me like about a month ago, and she said... I want you to take me to Ireland this year. And I said, okay. And so I started like looking up the trips and I was getting everything prepared. And uh, 
I was at my brother and sister-in-law's house, and my mother-in-law was there, and she's the one when we have to go out and watch the kids overnight, we have her, we ask her to do it with her husband, my father-in-law, and I started talking to her about the trip, and I was like, hey, I found this, uh, I found these prices to Ireland, and you know, it's going to be this much for the airfare and hotel, and she said, yeah, I've always wanted to go to Ireland, and I was like, well, Aww. I actually meant for, for Sarah and I. And she, and she got mad and didn't talk to me for the rest oh, of the night. <laughs> so I kind of blew it. So it's probably going to have to be next year. But we're going to come out and, you know, we'll, oh, co- we'll come see you. That'd be lovely. Yeah. Absolutely. You'll have to. Yeah, for sure. What have you been doing with yourself oh, after you got sacked? Well, you know, we, uh, well, Buck got, uh, he, he was, he was the smart one. He got into real estate, so he had something to fall back on. Uh, and, uh, I just yeah. laid low for six months, you know, cause we got paid for six months. Um, well, that and, was great. Yeah. but then, you know, I, I got that job over at, uh, star 88 over at Calvary and, uh, did the show That's with right, Steve. You did ring me a few times. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Did that. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, Buck hit me up, uh, couple months ago and was like hey man let's let's do the podcast oh that's great so we decided that's great, to go though, for that it. you're back together again yeah. so you, you, it feels like you're meant to be together type of thing yeah i can't get rid of him you know so. he's like a he's like he's like a bad case of uh, athlete's foot he just won't go away all of it <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah. having a hard time shaking him <laughs> yeah that's yeah but it's, uh, it's going good though well it's unusual good. Yeah, that's good. It's unusual you ring me, sort of. This is a week now to the day before St. Patrick's Day. You used to ring me um, on St. Patrick's Day, mostly. Well, we've... But all the parades, yeah, have been cancelled now this year for because of Coronavirus? The, the coronavirus, yeah. So what's the... Are, are, is everybody... I kind of want to talk about this for a minute. I mean, we should probably have this be a, a subject of, of a conversation, but... You know, I don't know what it's like in Ireland, Olive, but I think that the media... Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that people are... They're contracting this. They're getting sick and some yeah, people... Yeah, they're crazy. And, yeah. and some people are dying. However, in the United States, influenza, the regular flu, kills 61,000 people year, annually. Yeah, totally yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, in, yeah. you know, I mean... Do you think that the yeah, media? I'd even be thinking of little starving children and people that die on the roads and the ordinary flu and loads of other things. How, how people die? I think it's all about being sensible, really. Right. It's yeah. gone into a bit of a frenzy, though. I suppose we're in Europe. It might be slightly different, but I suppose Italy was the same as us three weeks ago. Hmm. But it's gone. Oh, it's a shutdown over there now completely. And our flights here have been cancelled to Italy and everybody has been advised not to holiday there for the foreseeable future. So I don't know. Yeah, it seems bad in Italy. Yeah, I saw you know? I saw this morning that the completely the country just completely locked down. Yes, on lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's the thing. I, I think a lot of it's the media, yeah. right? You know, it's. Uh, I mean, if the media is going to yeah. constantly talk about it over and over again and talk about how, you know, it's it it could wipe out this many people. Yeah, it's, it's that's that's what gets people all hyped up and scared. Yeah, well, I'd kind of be on the flip side. I'd be looking for good results. Like, I know they haven't got a cure yet, but I'm sure they're working as much as they can to find one. Yeah. 
but there is like fifty-four year old woman who contracted the the virus there mid February and she's fine now. Um a ninety-one year old man who got it in January and he's fine. You know, like there are people yeah. getting through it, no problem. Yeah. But I my, think about eighty five percent. My son, he's eighteen and he has some bad respiratory issues, you know, like he's had bad asthma yeah. and if he gets it, I, I told him the other day, I'm like, you're probably going to die, bro. So you, you need to stay inside, <laughs> make sure you're washing your hands. That's very oh, encouraging. Totally yeah, you're toast. Yeah. If you get Corona, you're, you're toast, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> encouraging words from daddy Dex. <laughs> Son, wear a yeah, mask. I suppose it is people that have um, respiratory problems and older people, yeah. maybe. Uh, yeah, that's what we're seeing. A lot of people are dying that have those issues. Yeah, know? they're saying it's it's people it's washing that... Washing the hands. <laughs> yeah, they say people with uh, compromised immune systems yeah. are the ones that are, are, yeah. are getting it. I mean, like my mom has lupus, which is an autoimmune okay. disease, and she's probably yeah. at risk for that. Mm-hmm. So I need to yeah. call her and well, tell her. Well, my husband, Seamus, he got pneumonia just the year before last. And he had uh, a touch of it now this year again. But once you get it, it, you know, it's inclined to play up with you every year, winter or whatever. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose he'd be a bit at risk as well. But he's out there working every day. What can you do? You just have to keep getting up and going and doing your thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, what's new with you, Olive? What what else has been going on? I mean, you know, we uh, I think uh, you're kind of caught up with us. You've, you've you know, we're, we've been friends on Facebook for almost 15 years right. now. So we are caught up, I suppose. Mm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I still paint. I still look after my sister's twins. Um, they're 10 now. Wow. Been looking after them for, yeah, quite a while. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've uh, just booked a holiday to Australia for the end of the year. So, oh, yeah. Cool. Your daughter's down there, right? Or I your have son. a son. You have all sons. Yeah, my son's in Australia. We have another one in New Zealand. They just didn't go far enough away, did they? Yeah, right. <laughs> How long is the flight for you there? Uh, oh, it's about 23 hours. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, wow. Well, you know, we stop off in Abu Dhabi for three hours or, yeah, this time we're stopping off in, oh, I can't remember exactly. But, you know, around that region, we'd stop off there for two or three hours. And then um, head on again to the longer, it's you know, longer for the second leg of the flight. But it's 23 hours in total. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Australia is but definitely We're going to have spots. a little granddaughter now in Australia in April. So we yeah, oh. have to book that. But they were all home here last year for the wedding. We all went to Spain. And um, they had great news for us after the honeymoon. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were quick off the mark. <laughs> Not wasting any time. Good yeah. for them. Good for no, them. No, just, yeah. yeah. She, you're, you're, she said, oh, I think it happened on the first go. <laughs> all of your paintings are beautiful. I mean, you've... Oh, thank you so they've, much. They, I mean, yeah. you just... that. that I've I've watched them over the years, you know, like since, you know, like we said, we've yeah. been on Facebook for years and they're beautiful. So good. Yeah, I, I love the scenery, the, doing the scenery ones. Yeah, flowers and stuff like that. I do like doing them, but you can get those done quick enough. Yeah. But um, I love I love the challenge. Yeah. Have you sold any to any of, uh, you know, our listeners? I would sell them. Yeah. Yeah. Most of those I'd have there. I'd be commissioned to do them like the sceneries and yeah. churches. I have a church to do now. And um, 
it seems to be a bit of a trend. I set it a bit of a trend, um, giving gifts uh, to people, you know, for the, maybe the church that they got married in or whatever. And people are sort of buying them from me now because it is a nice gift to give people. Yeah. And they have it forever. Yeah. That's cool. So, What's it going to cost? I do one now in Croatia. Uh, there is somebody getting married that I know, a friend of mine, her daughter's getting married in uh, Kav Tash in Croatia in August. So I have to do, that's my next painting to do now. So Beautiful. Yeah, it depends on the size of them and, the, the, you know, how long it takes to do. Yeah, so probably about 200, 300 euro. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so, so I can, I can Venmo, Venmo you some money and commission a painting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so since, since the parades have been canceled for, for St. Patrick's Day, what are you going to do? Yeah. Are you still, so you're still working at dailies? I just work now two uh, mornings a week, uh, Saturday and Sunday morning, because young people don't want to do the weekends. And I live right beside it, you know, so it's handy for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just do those two mornings. And I'm busy enough every other day in the week, so. Sure. Um, yeah, people just go to the pub. They'll do what they always did. And to be honest with you, I don't know whether it's a good idea um, cancelling all those parades because people are just going to go anyway. I'm sure people say from America have their flights booked and their hotels booked. They're going to come here anyway and they're all going to lob themselves into the pubs and hotels, you know? So I think they'd be better off out on the street, out in the fresh air. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Yeah, in the pubs, you know? Yeah, I have some friends that actually, they had planned on, um, they had uh uh, purchased a cruise and they were uh, they left on uh, three days ago. Oh, what? what? And, and <laughs> yeah, my friend's wife, she's like, so we get back on the 14th and then I'll see you 21 days after that, after they let us out of quarantine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You'd think cruise ships would completely shut down at this you, point. You would oh think, you know, I think there's actually going to be some like yeah. economic impact of this. We're going to see, oh, I mean, sure. we're already kind of seeing it in the stock market, but I think there's, I think yeah. we're going to see stuff down the road, yeah. you know, one, two, three months down the road for sure. So, uh. Olive, when was a, have you ever been to the United God States? Loves them. I have been to New York. Yes, I'd love to go back. It's really nice. You need yeah, to come. Like you need to come visit the Southwest. You'd probably love it down here. Yeah, get some inspiration. I, I'd paint. love to. My son went. Uh, yeah, well, they did a lot of traveling in the South of America. Yeah, and your area, they might have touched on it a bit um, for their honeymoon because they spent five weeks traveling. Uh huh. So, yeah, but I'd love to. I'd love to go someday. Well, nice. you and Seamus, you can hop a flight. You're always welcome to stay in our basement down here. It's a very nice basement. It's actually the nicest room in our That'd home. Cool. It is nice, and uh, it's got a fireplace and a living room and a bedroom and a TV. And yeah. you know, you guys are uh, you're al- always welcome here. Very tempting. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of course. Well. All right. Very well, nice talking to you, Olive. Yeah, Olive, it's always... Oh, thank you. And you guys. Yeah, it's always great talking to you. Uh, say hello to Seamus so for us. Cade Mila Falcha to everybody, yeah. Yeah. And Salam Lasso Gusbanach, and that means goodbye. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> All right, Olive. All right, Olive. We'll talk to you soon. Thank okay, you so much. Thanks. See you. Thanks very much for ringing me. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A new era has begun. The podcast is brought to you today by Michael Bowen and the Bowen team of Waterstone Mortgage. If you are even remotely thinking about 
buying a house or refining a house, I've got to tell you, now is the absolute right time. The Fed cut the interest rates by half a percent. And I don't think we've seen rates this low in a long time. I digress. The reason why I bring that up is because Michael Bowen is my Yoda when it comes to mortgages, all right? This guy knows everything that there possibly is to know about mortgages. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, whether you're moving up, whether you're downsizing, whether you're buying a luxury property, it doesn't matter. You gotta call Michael Bowen. This guy is super legit and he's, he's my go-to guy. You can reach Michael at 505-259-8326, 505-259-8326. Call Michael Bowen today at Waterstone Mortgage, 505-259-8326, NMLS number 214602. The podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Pure Life. Pure Life is a medical cannabis company. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I said it, medical cannabis. These guys have everything you could possibly think of. They have flour, they have pre-rolls, they have vaporizers, concentrates, edible tinctures. They even have swag. If you wanted to get like a Pure Life ball cap or hoodie or sweatshirt or something, you could totally do it there. But here's the deal. Pure Life is the largest producing cannabis company in the state of New Mexico. These guys carry more strains than any other cannabis company in the state. I mean, just to name a few, they've got a Cluster Funk Indica, they've got Cotton Candy, Healing Haze, they've got the Platinum Kush. These guys have everything under the sun that you can probably think of. Best thing that I saw about Pure Life while we were there recording a podcast was the way that they interact with their patients. The bud tenders took time to get to know the patients, they talked to them, they figured out what they need and they helped them. And that's what you need when you go to a medical cannabis store. You need somebody who's going to actually give a shit about you and just not try to rush you out the door. Check these guys out online, purelifenm.com. Make sure to tell them Buck and Dex sent you in for the Buck and Dex podcast deal. The podcast is also brought to you by Sandia BMW Motorcycles. Sandia BMW Motorcycles is basically the go-to place when you want a really super cool bike. I'm not sure if you've heard about the new BMW Superbike. It's the S1000RR. This bike, 205 horsepower. 205 horsepower. Absolutely ridiculous. If you want a touring bike, they've got the R1250RT, and they've got the K1600. New Mexico is ideal for a person that likes to get out and ride. We've got a lot of open spaces, a lot of trails. You could do some adventure riding. You could do some road riding. You could do some mountain riding, all kinds of stuff. And you've got to go to the pros over at Sandia BMW Motorcycles. These guys are located at 6001 Pan American Freeway. If you wanted to set up a test ride, you need to call them at 866-872-5632. That's 866-872-5632. Sandia BMW Motorcycles, not for everybody, but for everywhere. You got to make life a ride. Go check those guys out. Our newest sponsor to the podcast, Total Betty Donuts. Check these guys out online, totalbettydonuts.com. You can find them on Instagram too, at Total Betty Donuts. They're located at 7634 Louisiana Boulevard. I actually stopped by a couple of weeks ago before, you know, when I was meeting these guys and just kind of wanted to see what they were all about. Total Betty Donuts, they kind of specialize in these made-to-order mini donuts. They have over 26 flavors. When I went over and visited them, they actually made me a little box of six mini donuts. I wanted to buy some and try it out before we 
took an endorsement from them because you have to like the product. And I brought these home to my kids. They actually made these little mini unicorn donuts. They were cuter than hell. The kids loved them. I tried one. They were amazing. They've got custom mini donuts for birthdays, baby showers, corporate events, bridal showers, weddings, etc. And they also carry coffee. Now, if you want to have like a super special cup of coffee, like you want to impress a girl, have them 3D print something to put on the foam for the coffee. They actually do that there. And they offer fair trade organic espresso, locally roasted, and they only pull quad shots. They're open daily. Check them out. TotalBettyDonuts.com. They're open seven days a week. Make sure you check them out. Total Betty Donuts. And make sure to tell them Buck and Dex sent you so you get the Buck and Dex podcast deal. The following program contains material not suitable for children. There is absolutely nothing inappropriate about my program. Due to the graphic nature of today's show, parental guidance is strongly suggested. This is not a kid's environment. Clean up your ass. So that was Olive Madden from Ireland, from Denor, Ireland. You guys find her on Facebook and uh, friend her because she loves to chat with people. She's a very talented artist. And she is definitely a friend of the Buck and Dex podcast. So you guys go find Olive on Facebook. If you're not friends with her, send her a friend request. Tell her we sent you over. I can't believe it's been 15 years. Crazy, huh? I've been talking to her. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, man. I'd... She might be my oldest friend that I've... Yeah. You know what? She's she's my oldest friend. What about me? Oh, dude, we're not friends. <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> We uh, you're such a dick sometimes, <laughs> I swear. I mean, I couldn't even come over to your house. <laughs> well, you know what, man? I mean, this is, you know, it's a serious stuff. I do have your uh, whoopee here, though. Your your blanket <laughs> is still, your whoopee oh. is still sitting here waiting for you for when you do come back. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, let me ask you this question. What would you do if... You, so, okay, so I read two things today. The first thing I read, Jared Leto from 30 Seconds to Mars has been in the desert in Southern California on this silence, like meditation thing and just came out of it today and just today heard about all the stuff happening. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, like he, they had no idea. Like nobody had any idea what was going on. And he just found out about this today. So there's actually a group of people in Germany from, uh, they have the Germany, like, uh, what's that show, Big Brother? You watch that show, don't you? Yeah, Big Brother. Yeah, so there's a cast of people. They actually, 18 people went into the house, uh, the German Big Brother house on February the 6th. And then the outbreak of the coronavirus was just starting to come out of mainland China. So at the time, uh, right before they went into the house, or right after they went into the house, Germany had 13 confirmed cases, the U.S. had 12, and the United Kingdom only had three. So this was before everything canceled, you know, the basically the world is shutting down, is stopping. Right. They're going to tell these people on live TV tonight about the coronavirus and what's happening. Oh my gosh! Now let me ask you this question. So, how does what's the premise of Big Brother? Is there like a prize that you win at the end if you're the last man standing? What happens? Yeah, it's usually five hundred thousand um, dollars at the end. The last person you know that hasn't been voted out of the house, and so it's a group of people that live in a house and they go through challenges and they basically have to kind of team up and 
you know, just you kind of have to play each other, you know, to make sure you don't get voted out and try to get head of household so you can be, have all the power in the house and decide who gets to go home. So it's kind of like Survivor, but in the house. Okay. You know? Okay. Let, let me ask you this question. If you were those guys in the house and there's five of you left, I don't know. I don't know how many people are going to be left at this point. I mean, it's been what, a little over a month and a half. So what does that mean? Like six people are gone, so they probably have a dozen people left. Is that basically how it works? One a week? Yeah, it's they, yeah they vote they vote off somebody once a week. Okay, so there's twelve people left. You find out live on live TV tonight about the coronavirus and everything that's happening, and you've got a one in twelve chance of winning a half million dollars. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to continue to play. Are you really? I would totally leave. You wait, what? First off, you're you're pretty safe being in the house cuz you know nobody has the coronavirus in the house. And so you don't have any contact with anybody from the outside world, so you're safe in the house. Plus, you're fighting for a half a million dollars for your family and you're going to give that up for what? Yeah, I'm leaving. I don't care. I mean, that that's what I would do. I would go. Why? I would go and be with my family. That's what I would do. I, really, I, you don't think dude, they can handle it? They I, can't handle it on their own. I have little kids. All right. Let me ask you this question: If you were in my shoes and you had four, six, and seven, and not fourteen, sixteen, and eighteen, what would you what would you do if you were me? You would stay. Well, okay. If I was you, I would call my wife. Can, and I would can you make can you make like, can, right, you, can you make gonna, can you make phone calls on Big Brother? Uh, can Can you please move to a better part of the house? Usually, you can win. You can win the upper. Oh my gosh! Go back to where you were. Am I breaking up? Yeah, you're breaking up. I didn't even move. Well, stand on stand on one leg for me and hold one arm up in the air while you're talking to me on the on the phone. Okay. Can you hear me now? That's perfect. Don't move. Okay. Don't move. Um, I would call my wife, which would be Sarah, and I would ask her what she would want me to do. And if she could handle it, which I think she's fully capable of handling it, then I would stay put and I would fight and fight and fight until I got kicked off the show or I won a half a million dollars. But if my wife needed me to come home, of course, I would quit the show and go home. That's one of those things, though, like for if you're married out there and you're listening to what Dex is saying right now, just do the opposite of what he's saying. All right. What are you, you talking about? No, what, this, this so would, you would just quit. You wouldn't even talk to your wife. This would be the opposite. No, I wouldn't. You know why? Because it'd be one of those things that'd be like, hey, listen, babe, there's only 12 people left. I think I've got a good shot at winning this thing. What do you want me to do? And she's probably going to say, you know what? Just go ahead and stay. <laughs> you think it's a trap? <laughs> It's one of those situations that you put yourself in that yeah. you already know the answer to. I mean, it's this this isn't like uh this isn't like a regular flu bug, you know? I mean, people are dying. People are freak, you know, the, everything is getting shut down. You need you need to be there. There's no okay. way I would stay. All right, does anybody in your family have any sort of respiratory issues, asthma, anything that if they did get the coronavirus, they could die? My mom are you going to be with your mom 
Is she going to be living with you while this coronavirus is going on, or is she going to stay in Edgewood? No, she doesn't live in Edgewood anymore. She lives in Missouri. Okay, then what? Then what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know, let it's me. Just, let, it's just the flu for. But let me. Expl- coronavirus is just the flu for us people that don't have asthma and respiratory issues. Like we can get through it, like the regular flu. Let me. People ex- that have health issues can't. So if your family's fine. You're fine. Let me explain something to you. I've already had the conversation with Sarah about, listen, if something happens and my mom gets this, I'm going to be with her. I'm going to drive up there and I'm going to be with her because I will not let my mom die alone. Okay. Because she's, if, if she gets this, she's going to die. She has lupus and it, okay, affe- then, and it affects her lungs. Then why can't you wait it out on the show at least? And if she gets the coronavirus, then you can leave and go be with your mom. But I mean, the opportunity to be on a reality show to win a half a million dollars doesn't come around very often to to most people. So that's why I'm saying you communicate with your family. You figure out what's best. If your family doesn't have any health issues and let's say they did get the coronavirus, they're going to be fine. All right. They just you got to ride it out. You know, that's it. I know, but that's one of those things, man. It's like you can't undo, you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube after you let that stuff pass. I mean, I'm not a per, you know me, I'm not a person that's going to live with regrets. I've got enough shit that I've done in my lifetime that I'm probably going to regret. And from here on out, I'm not having any more regrets. You know, I was with my dad when he died, literally in the room with him when he died. And I, you know, if something happens to my mom, I'd be with her. I'd, I'd drop everything and go be, because you know what? I mean, you've got one family, you know, and, and I'm sure this shit is scary for people. You know, my mom's a Christian woman. She believes, she loves Jesus. She knows what's going on after she dies. She's okay. But I still would want somebody to be there with me. You know, I mean, yeah, if you don't, if you don't think about that stuff, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where who wants to be alone when you die? People don't, you know, and I totally want to do that and serve my mom that way and honor her that way. And, you know, I would totally, yeah, I'd split. I don't care about the money. But you're you're talking like, you're talking as if she's going to get the coronavirus or she's already got the coronavirus. No. She doesn't even have the coronavirus. No, she does not. And I'm sure she's going to be fine. But if she did, then I would go. Yeah, exactly. So, so why can't you wait on the reality show until she gets the coronavirus. Because so what if what if she does it? What if things get worse? Okay. What if things then, get worse and they say, you know then what? You can you then can't you can leave your house. Then you can figure out what you're going to do. Because I I would imagine at this point the producers of the show are going to are going to be upfront with the contestants and going to let them know what's going on. If things got worse, they would probably tell them about it, and then you can make the decision whether or not you're going to stay on the show or go home. So my whole thing is that I think if you just communicate with your family and figure out what's best, that's all you need to do. You know, I don't think you need to, you need to be hasty and just leave the show because of the coronavirus. You know, I mean, because most of us are going to be fine. If I get the coronavirus, I'm going to be fine. It's going to like, it's going to be probably a little bit worse uh, from what I hear than the regular flu, you know? Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, but my girlfriend, she's got asthma. If she gets it, yeah, she's going to die. Most likely she could, you know, it's just more, it's 
highly likely that she, she, you know, that percentage goes way up there if she gets the coronavirus. So that's why I'm staying put and I'm not going out and heck, I don't want to risk the chance of coming home and actually getting sick and then getting one of my family members sick. That's another thing you got to think about is you are under quarantine. If you're in the big brother house, Yeah, you can't affect anybody. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's another story out there. There's a couple. They went came in for an early dinner at a restaurant in Houston. It's called Irma's Southwest Restaurant. They came in Monday after learning about uh, all the restaurants in the country, about basically ha- how they're having to close their dining rooms. <clears throat> so this couple comes in. They have a meal, and they leave a tip. They leave a $9,400 tip for the wait staff to be shared to help them get through since they're closing the the restaurants the 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 dining areas that's what that's I'm, pretty cool man that's, yeah that's what i'm talking about being kind to each other being help helping yeah, each other yeah i think there was another story too that i i heard about in ohio it's kind of the same thing there was uh there was somebody had left a 2500 tip and they wrote on the receipt that they wanted it to be split between the five staff members because they knew they'd be at a work for a while so I think, you know, stuff like that's probably happening all over the country, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I was on, uh, my wife likes these uh, certain types of bean, and they're called ranch beans. Have you ever had ranch beans? I love ranch beans. She loves ranch beans. And I, she told me she couldn't find any. I was like, you know what, I'll find you some ranch beans. So I'm shopping around. <clears throat> I find a guy on Amazon that's selling a case of 36 ranch beans Take a wild stab how much a, a case of 36 cans of ranch beans is being sold for by this asshole. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm gonna, it's got to be in the thousands. No, right? it's not in the thousands. It's in the hundreds. Okay. But an asshole. Three, $333 for a case of 30s. That's $9.25 a can. Please tell me nobody's going to buy that. Well, I reported them. I I've never do, I've never done that in my life, but I reported them for price gouging because it just, it pisses me off that people are doing that. It's like that other dickhead on on Amazon that had eighteen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer, and he's trying to gouge everybody and sell them. And Amazon just shut him down. They're like, "Oh, sorry, your your account's closed. You are not yeah. going to price gouge people." <laughs> did you hear what he did? He actually had ended up donating all of it. <laughs> Good. He got harassed so badly that he ended up just donating all of it. Good. He should have. He should have. Now, so for those of you people out there who don't have any hand sanitizer, we're going to have a quick little lesson on how to make hand sanitizer. So what you need is a bottle of aloe vera lotion and some rubbing alcohol. I'm not sure exactly what the parts are. You're going to have to Google that, but that's essentially what hand sanitizer is. It's like uh, it's like an aloe lotion and rubbing alcohol. You mix the two together. You put them in a little squirt bottle. You've got hand sanitizer. Nice. There you that's go. That's not bad. There you go. So, all right. Well, I think we're done for today. Um, I'll check in with you. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody out there. Thank you for yeah. listening to the podcast. Um. You know, we'll be checking in with you. We'll, I don't know. I, are you symptomatic at all? Are you, are you safe to come over? Because I guess you can come over if you want to. You just have I mean, to come in through the I'm back. Honest, honestly, man, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to risk it because I, I do feel fine. I really do. And I, I just ran 10 miles today. I got no issues. 
And again, like I told you, my girlfriend, I don't want to put her at risk. So I'm going to just stay away from everybody. And that's the smart thing to do. I'm scared to go to the grocery store, man, you know, because I'm going to run out of toilet paper eventually. I'm going to, it's just, I'm going to, and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to figure it out. Do you, do you have uh, one of those little uh, shower wands in your shower or is it just, uh, because if, if you do, I mean, there's, I your, mean, yeah. there's your answer right there. You just hop in the shower after you, after you two and uh, you know, make a boo-boo and then go in there with your little shower wand and rinse yourself off. You'd be just fine. Spick and span. Yeah. I mean, I'll figure it out. There's, there's so many different life hacks out there. I'm sure to clean your. Yeah. Your, uh, bottom side. So yeah, just go outside and find some leaves. It's just like the like in the olden times. <laughs> How do you think the frontiermen did it? Huh? Are leaves even on yet? Hold on, let me look outside for a second. I don't even think leaves are on the trees yet. No, they're still dead. Oh well, you just use That's your true. hand. Just use your hand and wipe it off. All you assholes out there that took all of the freaking toilet paper. I can't. I can't even freaking believe. That toilet paper is the number one thing that's gone. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, people people have it backwards. They really do. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, we're done. We'll uh, we'll talk to you guys. I don't know when we'll talk to you again. We'll probably talk to you in a couple of days or something. We'll we'll probably do more podcasts now, actually, because we have plenty of time. You yeah, don't, just you, call me. You don't have school. You don't have anything. You know, maybe we'll just do a podcast a day in the month of May or something. I don't know. Hey, hey, take what? it easy. Take it easy. Hey, the people would love it. You know, we'll be their uh, entertainment. We'll, we'll see what happens, all right? All right. All right. See you later. All right. Bye-bye. That's all we got. There ain't no more. Time is tight. It's the end of the show. Have you been thinking of a career in the fire service? Don't know where to start? You can check out Vulcan Fitness. I've been a part of Vulcan Fitness now, um, going into my second uh, Vulcan program. First, uh, first one was eight weeks. Uh, just launched into my second one, and I'm looking to become a firefighter. And that's exactly what Vulcan Fitness is all about. It prepares you to be a firefighter and EMT. Uh, the fire service it requires high levels for physical fitness, mental fortitude on a daily basis. And Vulcan Fitness has developed a program to prepare you mentally, nutritionally, and physically for what it takes to be successful. Uh, Their 10-week program covers an academic portion, which contains exam prep, studying tactics, interview practice, and portfolio enrichment, and a fitness and nutrition portion, which helps with physical deficiencies and nutrition education geared to help you to reach your goal. So you can check out the... You can check them out right now on Instagram at hashtag I am Vulcan Fit. That's on Instagram at hashtag I am Vulcan Fit and their website at VulcanAthlete.com. That's VulcanAthlete.com.